Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Dub, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. This is Tyler, and this is just me. It is a solo pod, uh, probably a podcaster's nightmare. Solo pods are very tough to do, especially for me, because I like piggybacking off of people, and I have nobody to piggyback off of, so I'm literally swimming in the water all alone, and uh, we'll see how this goes. But tonight, I'm alone. They'll be back next week and the following week, because September 3rd, we have Rich Dotson coming on. For a hot take episode, September 3rd, that is right. Like Dynasty Nerd himself, the the CEO of Dynasty Nerds, the company I started this journey on. Uh, I'm very pumped to have him on. We have him on. Uh, we've had him on a couple times, but I'm excited to have him back. Um, tonight, we are doing a rookie redraft. So we are doing end of the preseason type of rookie redraft. We did it last year. I'm going to compare it to our rookie draft we had early on around, you know, a- after the NFL draft. And I'm going to compare it to DLF's ADP for rookies. Um, so it kind of gives a general idea of the, I don't know, kind of the rise and fall of rookies. We'll see a couple people that are up and down. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, and that is Underdog. Underdog, you guys. We have like two weeks left to finally get these underdog drafts going before the season starts, and that's best ball drafts. You want to get these things started before the season starts. You want probably like my favorite thing in the fantasy season is doing best balls, and then about week 10, you kind of forget about them. You don't look at them, and then once all your dynasty leagues are done and your redraft leagues are finished at the end of the year, you kind of forget about it, and then you look, and guess what? You've got cash waiting and guess what? Use code DHH and you'll get cash right away. You put in $100. That's going to get matched. $100 right there. You put in $20. $20 coming right back to you. So you got 40 But my suggestion is you do 100 matches 100 You got 200 to play around with the best balls. You could do prop bets. You know, Jamar Chase, is he going over 75 yards receiving week one? I love prop bets. They're very addicting. You get on a heater, you do five in a row, you are taking home money. I'm talking you throw in $20, you're getting $400 back just that weekend. It, there's nothing better than hitting on a parlay like that. It's it's very fun, very addicting. So get that $100 extra in by using code DHH and go to Underdog right now, download it. You're going to anyways, you might as well do it now. So all right, let's see what James has for me in the news. Um, first news is uh, Alex Collins, who is a Dynasty Happy Hour favorite. I have a friend of mine I used to work with. He's one of my best friends, Lou. He showed me Alex Collins' tape, and he was like, dude, this guy's really good. Arkansas running back. Jonathan Williams was paired with him and in Arkansas. And Alex Collins, I thought, was like baby Marshawn Lynch. He, his tape was great. My buddy Lou thought the same. He showed flashes. Everybody thought he was going to be the next big thing. And um, unfortunately, he bounced from team to team. He got some legal issues in the, in football and then went to, uh, the I think, the UCFL. 
So um, was playing there, passed away at 28, motorcycle accident. Um, it's unfortunate. Um, it, it's sad to see a young player like that pass away. And um, my condolences to his family. I don't know his family, but it's it's tough seeing it, especially somebody you've known since college. And I, like me personally, I was a big fan of his college tape. So that's sad to see. But going on to some other news, Delvin Cook finally signed a one-year deal with the Jets, $8.6 million contract. There are some incentives, but it was a big boy contract. And guess what? Brees Hall's healthy. Right when Delvin Cook signs, Brees Hall goes, hey, look, I, I feel great. I, I'm back. Goes back to practice. Looks fine. No brace at all either. Like I said, I think Delvin and Brees can definitely fit together. Um, Delvin Cook went through the same knee injury, and I think that alone is worth its weight in gold because a lot of the mental issue is what happens year one off of ACL. So I think Delvin Cook can kind of talk to Brees and say, hey, man, like your knee's good. Trust your knee. You'll be fine. And I think Delvin Cook will actually help him in that aspect. Yeah, he'll take some of those prime touches away. But Delvin, he's looking at like 12 carries a game. I think Brees will get... 15 to 18, they'll ease him in. So <clears throat> I personally like that signing. And Delvin, he's going for he's going for a title with the Jets, who uh definitely need to sign some offensive line because they are getting beat. Uh Patriots, they signed Zeke Elliott to a one-year contract, about six million, I think. Three million guaranteed. The other three with incentives. <clears throat> People are making fun of him because he looks heavy. Hey, I mean, the wind was blowing. He's wearing a sweatshirt. This is classic Zeke. He he was running the other day in practice and like he had a shirt up, of course, because that's classic Zeke. Just abs. Like, man, if that's fat, wolf, like I am in trouble. I need to start working out a lot more. But Zeke, I think he's gonna take goal line touches. I think Ramondre is gonna slip a little, and it could be a chance to buy Ramondre on the cheap. I was kind of off Ramondre. Now I think he's at perfect value, but he's a running back. So give me the cheaper option. I think Zeke is a good option for a win now team. I know I just traded him to Doug, but I had tons of depth, and Doug needed that uh, bi-weekly fill-in depth. So Zeke is a good fill-in spot. If you have him, you're just keeping him. You're riding it out. Um, commander, the commanders, the commanders uh, head coach Ron Rivera named Sam Howell, the team's week one starter, and Howell has control of that team. Uh, Howell and Ritter, I think, are going to shock people. Ritter looks good. Howell has looked very good, and he's shown why people had him as the number one quarterback prospect last year. Like people had him as the dude. He's the number one. I know Kenny Pickett can't come. You know, is is rising. He looks like he's got control of offer uh, offense. But Sam Howell was the dude that college football season, and kind of fell fell off a little bit. He's got very very high upside rushing. Was one of the better college quarterbacks at running the ball. Another quarterback named starter Anthony Richardson. I don't think. We are shocked by this. Uh, Garner Minshew is a fine backup, but he is not starting for the team. It's Anthony Richardson. They're going to uh, kind of just roll with the punches. You know, they're going to go with the mistakes, but he is going to have a rookie year Jalen Hurts type season. He's going to have ups. He's going to have downs, but the highs are going to be high and the lows are going to be very low. So ha- that roller coaster is going to be fun to see, but I, I believe in Richardson and his future. Um, the Cowboys, they have Malik Davis being left off the roster. Um, they have Rico Dowdle ahead of him. Me personally, I want Deuce Vaughn, Tony Pollard. That's it. Deuce Vaughn, I don't care what his size is. When you're running like that and you are a different type of player, kind of like Bryce Young, people are doubting him, but he's different. He's a different type of small that we've seen. Same with Deuce Vaughn. 
Deuce Vaughn is stocky. He's got contact balance for, for days. Like this guy gets hit. He's bouncing off you. He's finding a way to use that contact and rotating and staying on his feet. I think he's going to be something in the league. I don't know what it is. And I know he's like 180 pounds, but he's 5'5", 180 pounds. That's like, that's like a pellet hitting you. Like it, people who've gotten hit by a pellet gun, pellet, like those things hurt. And Deuce Vaughn can definitely do some damage with his size despite him being small. Uh, this one was funny. This one came up um, yesterday. The Saints Jimmy Graham. He's arrested for suspicion of being under the influence of a controlled substance and resisted arrest. And the Saints have addressed the situation by saying veteran tight end had experienced a medical episode that resulted in him becoming disoriented. Graham was reportedly found wandering through the traffic and taken into custody prior to receiving medical attention at a nearby hospital. He has since been released, and the incident is under further investigation. Um, yeah, I mean, this is interesting to me because if you listen to Pat McAfee like I do, Jimmy Graham uh, dabbles in the the Aaron Rodgers s type of stuff. I mean, this Jimmy Graham is a genius. He he's a pilot. There's a lot of stuff, but hopefully this isn't CTE related. It is just drugs because, um, yeah, if it's like CTE related, that's that's sad because maybe he kind of just lost where he's at which would definitely suck. But if it's drug-related, I'm actually more comfortable in being like, okay, this is like him doing some ayahuasca stuff, and um, we'll just roll on with our day because uh, Aaron Rodgers has made it to it. I don't think it's as big a deal as people think. But, yeah, I mean, come on, Jimmy. You're in the middle of preseason. You can't do that stuff. Yeah, I know the footballers call him Jimmy Grandpa, but that is definitely a grandpa move, and uh, hopefully he's okay. The Texans signed Larry Roundtree. Oh, who cares? Uh, Colt signed James Washington. That is dead. I'm not going to care. James Washington is kind of my James's Jalen Hyatt. I thought James Washington, Blitnikoff winner, just like Jalen Hyatt was going to be something spectacular. He is not, but it looks like Jalen Hyatt will be. Um, injuries that have happened. Devin A. Chain, he suffered a shoulder injury. Nobody really knows what's going on. Um, no real de- details to it. Um, we'll see what happens this week. Traylon Burks. Injured his LCL. I thought it was an ACL at first, for sure. But it's an LCL. Hopefully, he will come back by week one. It's uh, it's unknown if that's going to happen. But Traylon Burks, I think the value keeps falling and falling, and it's a good time to buy. Speaking of not buying, Lion head coach Dan Campbell has said Jameson Williams' hamstring will likely be silent for the remainder of the preseason. Man, like you're, you're suspended six games. You're coming off an ACL from college. You played minimal snaps as a rookie and now you're you're missing six games you have an injured hamstring and apparently his attitude is not great so I, I think all the red flags are popping up and I know everybody loves Jameson Williams and his speed is legit but this is not good to see like this is not okay and all the red flags keep popping and popping up it might be a good time to see what you can get for Jameson Williams um if not you might be better off holding. But if you can get a decent player, like say a Jalen Hyatt plus, that might be the the way to go because Hyatt is making plays that we all want Jameson Williams to do. Like Jalen Hyatt is a cheap version of Jameson Williams. He's They're almost same size. Uh, I think Hyatt might be a tad faster than Jameson Williams, but we've seen production out of Hyatt lately that we have not seen from uh, Williams. So 
Uh, I'm I'm very worried about Jameson Williams, who I actually liked a lot in this Lions offense. It looks like it's Amon Ross St. Brown's team. And it's going to stay that way. And this could mean Laporta and Gibbs get even more targets. And uh, that's always a good thing. Uh, NFL media reports Russell Gage knees out for the 2023 season. Um, this is unfortunate. And it looks like Gage's uh, career arc is dropping to zero, which is sad. He was good with the Falcons. He had a good season last year, um, you know, kind of up and down, but it was all right. You could throw him in here and there for a flex play, but with this injury and G- being often injured la- last year and his age, I think uh, Gage's uh, dynasty value has fallen completely. Um, Ian Rapport reports Mike Gusecki sustained a uh, separated shoulder. Now Gusecki's having a great camp. Same with Hunter Henry. Um, it says it's a mild separated shoulder, so I'm not sure what that means in mild or not mild. But it looks to be he will be ready for week one, and which is a good thing because Kaseki, um, I think, will have a pretty good year, especially with Mac Jones loving the middle of the field. All right, speaking of something that's not in the middle, it's Trophy Smack. Trophy Smack is up top. They are the best way to upgrade your fantasy football league. Uh, belts. They got rings, they got grills, they got something for your losers, which I know for a fact people that I know personally love the loser trophies because what is what is better than you know celebrating the loser, especially during a redraft? Say you're drafting, you can throw a toilet seat on this guy and he's got to draft with this toilet seat in a public place. It's great. Like that's the best thing about fantasy leagues is enjoying it with your friends and talking talking a little shit. Well, that's the best part. So the best way to talk shit is having a belt on your shoulder or around your waist or coming in with a massive trophy into this draft at B-Dubs or wherever your favorite place is to draft. Trophy Smack is the best. And hey, use code DHHRING and get a free championship ring. You know, every year you can hand these out to the champs, even if they have to hand off the trophy. What is better than having a league? Yeah, you ha- somebody has a trophy, but say you're like a three-time winner. You just have three rings on your fingers. And the guy walks in the trophy, one trophy, and all of a sudden you just throw up, you know, your hands and be like, oh, that's nice. I got three. I'm going to come back for it. I'm going to get four rings. That's a good way to have the trophy and the rings mean something in a league. Like, there's unlimited ways to make your league better at Trophy Smack. And if you go use code DHHRING, get a free championship ring, a, a $60 ring that is heavy. It's very nice. For free. Once again, DHH ring for that free ring at checkout. All right, guys, let's get into the rookie redraft. Now, the order went Doug, James, me. And in the past, it was the same way Doug, James, then me. Now, I'm going to compare those two and compare it with the uh, DLF ADP. So let's get right into it. Now, Doug took Bijan 101. Bijan looked fantastic this weekend. First time we've seen him. His first run was smooth. It was great vision, great agility into the whole great burst. Like Bijan is legit, guys. Like this is a difference maker that we've needed at running back since Saquon. This is a guy that could be CMC level value. Somebody who stays at value. It's great. 101, not going to fault anybody for taking him there. I'm in a competing league. I had Bijan. Now, it's a contract league, and I have Mahomes running out of contracts. It, but I should have taken Richardson because I'm good at running back. But I took Bijan because it's my only share. And I needed one share of this dude because he's on my Falcons. So 
Bijan at 101, that is great. I, I like it. Now, in the past, Doug took Bryce Young. He, I know, I remember this. He said he wanted to see what it looked like without Bijan going 101. And uh, he went with the quarterback, Bryce Young. Now, Bryce Young, he his offensive line looks like it's fallen a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean, damn, like that offensive line better get better. Hopefully, it's not a Frank Reich thing because Frank Reich and Indy, that offensive line was supposed to be good, and it didn't turn out good. So, hopefully, Frank Reich can get it figured out. But Bryce Young, I love his splash plays. He had a sidearm throw to Mingo last night that was Mahomes-esque. Like, it was a great throw. Mingo stopped. He's had great accuracy. He had a throw on the run to Thielen about 45 yards down that if Thielen was a tad faster, he would have gotten. But those are things I like to see. Like, Bryce Young, he looks comfortable. He's getting hit, and he's getting right back up. He's got a smile on his face. Bryce Young loves football, and that's what I love to see. And it's between the between the ears that I love most about Bryce Young that I think is going to make him different because he anticipates things faster than you like he's he's so quick he's so smart and i think he will survive just on that alone and i don't care i don't care about his height anymore like bryce young was a generational talent in college and then all of a sudden um ray garvin i know two years ago he called it he goes you know everybody's talking about kenny pickett's hands but hey wait till next year when they talk about bryce young and his height and cj stroud and his uh and his play calling, like Ohio State. So here we are. Bryce Young in his height. Everybody's complaining about it. Hey, Bryce Young is short. Deuce Vaughn is short. Let's get over it. Let's see how they do. I'm I'm kind of just over the jokes. You know, just everybody's beating it to death. Like, come on, let's get new material, everybody. So Bryce Young at one, Doug took. Um, and DLF has Bijan at one, which which is fine. So in round uh one oh two. James took Anthony Richardson, and in our past draft, he took C.J. Stroud at two. Now, Stroud had a rough game one. Uh, this game, he looked great. Like, he was processing things faster. He was accurate. He had a throw that was just like, yep, that's what C.J. Stroud is. He's accurate. He's right on point. So, I'm not nervous about C.J. Stroud either. I think this class could be – I know we usually have a 50% net rate, and everybody's like, pick one of these quarterbacks that are going to hit out of Richardson, Stroud, and Bryce Young. I honestly think all of them are going to hit in some way or shape. Stroud could be Alex Smith. Bryce Young could be a game manager-esque, or he could be you know, Drew Brees. Anthony Richardson could be, I don't know, like what are the ranges for him? He could be Justin Fields-level passing and uh, or be Jalen Hurts from last year. Like Anthony Richardson, all these, play, all these players have tremendous ceilings, but I think their floors are also good as well. So I'm not too worried about the three. So he took Stroud. And at DLF, Anthony Richardson is 102. So going to 103, I took Bryce Young. Well, I mean, we already talked about him. And at 103, last time I took Bijan. That was an easy pick for me. Bijan is it. And in DLF, they have Bryce Young at 103, which I think is perfect. Um, going to back to Doug at 104, he took JSN, who made some splash plays last night. Now, He's got uh, Lockett and Metcalf still, but I think JSN is going to be a sneaky top 10 receiver, kind of what we saw out of Olave and uh, Wilson last year. I think he's going to rise very quickly, especially in Dynasty ADP. JSN is going to be a top 12 receiver by the end of the year. That is my guess. Now, I don't know if it's a hot take completely, but here we are. 
like I said, hot takes aren't for another couple weeks, so I'll leave that at that. Last time, Doug took Anthony Richardson. Steal. I mean, we can all say that's a steal now. Uh, CJ Stroud for DLF is 104. Going to 105, James took Gibbs, who, which is a great pick. Gibbs, again, a ton of hype. He's going to be a weapon, especially with Jameson Williams gone. I think Gibbs is going to be that big play guy. I love that. And last time, he took JSN, which now looks to be kind of where he should go. That is where we are at. And on DLF, it's Jameer Gibbs. So James was spot on with DLF. DLF. Uh, me at 106, I took CJ Stroud, which I love that pick. So Stroud and then last draft, you guys. This is where things get uh, you know, interesting. I took Will Levis, who has completely fallen off the face of the earth, it seems. Um, I know Dan Orlowski came on Pat McAfee and said and told Will Levis, hey, just just chuck it. Like, don't think, don't try to flow it in there. I forgot what the word he said, flow, whatever. Um, but he said, you know, just be yourself. Throw the ball in there. Yeah, Will Levis has a great arm. It's literally just putting it all together. And he's one of those projects like Drew Luck. Hey, Drew Luck looks great this preseason. And if this was last year, I think Drew Luck might have had the starting job over over what's his name? God, why am I drawing a blank? Um comeback player of the year guy. Um yeah, him. You know what? Man, I am definitely drawing a blank on him. So I'm dumb. I'll think of it. Um, but yeah, I think for sure Will um Will Levis is definitely not the pick at the at the one oh seven, I think. One oh eight. Let me see three. One oh nine. I think one oh six. Yeah, I was one oh six. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I was one oh six I took him there. And I mean, let's just be honest, it was due to quarterback. I thought, hey, quarterback, there it is. But I took Stroud this one at 106 because Gibbs and JSN went ahead of him. If you can get Stroud at six, you're, you're slam dunk. And at six on DLF is Jackson Smith, the Jigba, which is also awesome. All right, on to 107, Doug's next pick. He took Zay Flowers, who's getting a lot of hype right now. Um, Zay Flowers, undersized guy, but looks to be constantly getting open. Now, I don't know when the change happened, but every everybody seems to be like, hey, Big receivers aren't it. It's the tiny receivers that can get open, which is fair because that is kind of what the NFL is moving to. But, I mean, when is the small too small? When is our hype for having another Tyreek Hill going to end? And when are these just kind of um, receivers that are going to be better flex plays than they are our wide receiver ones? Now, Zay Flowers does have upside, but I don't think he's going to be a wide receiver one. Who knows? I could be wrong. But Doug went Zay Flowers last time. He went Jameer Gibbs, which is a great pick at 107. And at 107 on DLF is Jordan Addison, who, uh, funny story, I'll just say it now. Um, Doug and I kind of forgot about, which is funny because his offseason has been filled with an up and down. He had the speeding violation, but he looks great in camp, and he's had some great plays in, um, in preseason. But with, with Justin Jefferson there, he's only going to be a two he's going to be kind of a at best case a wide receiver three wide receiver two for fantasy which is which is good we all need those um but going on to the next pick at 108 it is quentin johnson james took quentin johnson and uh he admitted quentin johnson is his wide receiver two right now and i know it all ties to herbert i still like quentin johnson i uh, his footwork is great I know he drops the ball a little bit, but who doesn't? I mean, Jerry Judy's still a thing, and he's dropped about 100 passes so far this offseason. 
But Quentin Johnson, I think he's growing into his own. He's only 20, 21 years old. He's a very young receiver, one of the youngest coming out in this class. So I'm not too worried about Quentin Johnson, all the talent in the world, tied to a great quarterback for years. So Quentin Johnson, I love this pick at 108. Zach Charbonnet was his pick last time. Now Charbonnet has fallen a lot. And uh, 108 is Quentin Johnson on DLF, wide receiver three. And going on to the next pick, I took Dalton Kincaid, who, and this is a tight end premium league, I absolutely love. Kincaid has shown talent. It looks like he's the real deal. And uh, once again, he signed with Josh Allen. Is he Kelsey? Probably not. Can he be, I don't know, who who can we best kind of comp him to? Evan Ingram, year one. Yeah, that'd be great because guess what? We are dying for tight ends. We need tight ends so badly that um, Kincaid here. I know when we talked about Jordan Addison not being picked, I was like, uh, maybe. But it being a tight end premium and I kn- me knowing other leagues I'm in, it's impossible to get Kincaid right now. He's probably valued at a top six tight end just right now without stepping on the field in a regular season. Kincaid is valued personally higher. So if you go to somebody that has Kincaid and you're like, I want him, uh, 24 first probably won't do it, which is crazy to think because uh, Kincaid is good. But uh, And DLF, he's at nine as well. So here we are. It's perfectly spot up. And last time I took Quentin Johnson. So, like I said, I do like Quentin Johnson. Uh, going to pick 110, we have Sam Laporta. Doug actually did the same thing. He's like, hey, you know, we when we forgot Jordan Addison, uh, Doug's like, I think I'll keep Laporta still. Laporta's making noise. The Jameson Williams being gone and also Amaral St. Brown being a little hurt. Uh, Laporta is making moves. I know Thor Nystrom, who is uh, one of my favorite analysts, he is a big Laporta believer. I mean, it's an Iowa tight end. Of course, Thor is. But Laporta could be Kittle. Like I, I post on Twitter like all the things you've seen on Twitter, and it's Laporta's Kittle. Uh, Kincaid is Kelsey. Like Laporta looks good in this offense and looks to be tight end one. We'll talk about another tight end that's making a lot of noise. But uh, Doug took Zay Flowers. Now, he took him three spots earlier. So Doug is a Zay Flowers believer, but he's got to stick with those Boston roots. Uh, and DLF has Zay Flowers at pick 10. So Doug took him above consensus on DLF. And let's get into the next pick. And like I said, James took Jordan Addison. We're all shocked, but Jordan Addison is a great pick here at 111. Uh, Last time he took Michael Mayer, which uh, Mayer started off slow. There's nothing really big on him lately. But I think, you know, as the season goes, Mayer will actually be consistent. Kind of a Cole Komet plus is what I like to say Michael Mayer is. Nobody likes Cole Kmet, but he keeps producing. And Michael Mayer, I think, is the same way. Jimmy G's going to love him. He's going to be open. And I get he's not flashy, but Michael Mayer is one of the best tight end prospects that come out of college. And so, and, and he's produced like it at Notre Dame. But here we are dropping him completely off the face of the earth. And for no reason. Just because he's on the Raiders, but now he's got an open spot. So Michael Mayer, last time James took at 111. And on DLF, Will Levis. Is that 111 still? People still believe in Will Levis. I don't know. All right, at 112, I took Devin A. Chain, who has shown flashes, literally flashes, because he is fast. And I think I think he's a different type of fast, and he can roll in this offense. I know he hurt his shoulder. I'm not too worried about it later on in the season. I know Delvin Cook has played years and years with a shoulder injury. I don't think it's as bad. But Devin A. Chain, I think the upside is completely there. I wasn't drafting him this high in the season, but right now, I think I would. And I definitely would. 
Last time I took Kincaid at 112, uh, Mayer went ahead of Kincaid. So I am not... Uh, maybe this is pre-draft that James put. Maybe it is pre-draft. Uh, maybe not, but Kincaid, I took at 112. And 112, A-Chain is 112 on DLF. So, hey, mashed right up. Here we are going into the second round. Um, and Doug took Marvin Mims, who finally saw the field after his injury. Um, not a bad pick. I still think it's a tad early. Marvin Mims, though, is the pick for Doug at 201. Uh, last time he took Josh Downs, which still isn't bad. He's shown flashes. And on DLF, Zach Charbonnet is the 201 right now. Uh, speaking of Zach Charbonnet, James took him at 202. Uh, last time he took Jordan Addison at 202. Um, I, this has to be pre-draft because without Addison having the first round, uh, Addison should have been in the first. So this is probably pre-draft where you know all the news was Jordan Addison's not fast. Uh, combine came out and he could drop to the second or third round. So Addison was 202. Um, let's go to DLF. It's Kendra Miller who, hey, you know what? We don't hate on Kendra Miller. He's been off and on healthy this postseason, but uh, all signs are that he's he's good. But I just I have no shares of Kendra Miller, I don't think, which is kind of shocking because I wanted to like him. Uh, I remember seeing his profile and be like, God, I'm really going to like his tape. And I just did not. I couldn't find it. Uh, like I said, he's he's got definitely flash plays. He's super raw as a runner. Reminds me of Alexander Madison a lot coming out of Boise State. Young, all the talent in the world, just needs to learn how to be more patient and and wait for the line to make holes for him instead of just running side to side and um, being too fancy, I, I guess I would say. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I'm not hating him. But going over to the 203, I took Jonathan Mingo after seeing his last game with Bryce Young. Hey, if this was a situation where I had 103 and 203, I get a pair of Bryce Young and Jonathan Mingo together. Yeah, I kind of like that. So I went Jonathan Mingo. Last time I took A-Chain. Hey, I got A-Chain a little higher this draft, but last time got him at 203. And going to DLF, it is Michael Mayer at the 203 right now ranking. Uh, going to the next pick, Doug at 204 took Michael Mayer. I know we talked about him in the first round pre-NFL draft. Um, James took Jalen Hyatt at the or Doug took Jalen Hyatt at the 204 last time. And Jonathan Mingo is 204 on DLF. So Doug taking Jalen Hyatt last time. Um, that's that's interesting. I, I actually did not see that coming, but at 204. 205, James took Jalen Hyatt this time. I like that pick. He is definitely rising on my board. And he's a player that I might have to eat some crow on. I was not a big fan of his coming out. I did not think he would work. I thought he was just awkward catching the ball. I don't know, but he seems to be working on his craft, and that dude is fast. Uh, last time at 205, James took Sean Tucker, who actually looks decent. Now, it, will he get some play? Undrafted guy? Maybe, maybe not, but it is Sean Tucker, and on DLF, it is Josh Downs at the 205. At 206, I took Luke Musgrave, one of my favorite tight ends in this class. He is closer to Dalton Kincaid, I think, than people are feeling. Uh, Musgrave has all the talent in the world, just needs to stay healthy. And in this offense, he's already named tight end one for the Packers, and we are going to see him being used a lot more. He could be the tight end one this year. I know Doug's got Laporta, 
I have Musgrave. I'm not sure who James is on completely, but for me, Musgrave is my dude at the tight end. Last time I took Kendry Miller at the 206 and Rasheed Rice, who unfortunately was not drafted in this recent rookie draft. I know he had a phenomenal preseason game last night. Doug said he's 25 for him, but uh, Rasheed Rice could be a very fast riser when it comes down to it. Uh, going over to Doug at the 207, Will Levis is his pick. Now, this is comfortable for me. I'd feel okay taking Will Levis here. I would not be shocked if we see him over um, Malik Willis. Malik Willis looked bad. Uh, he He's not it. Maybe Levis can learn a little bit. Uh, last time, Doug took Mims at the 207, and Roshan Johnson is the 207 on DLF. Uh, going to the next pick, James took Tank Bigsby at the 208. Love this pick. He, he sniped me for sure. Tank is making noise, and it looks like he's going to be a big, big part of this offense, a bigger part than people probably want to hear. But I think it's good for Etienne that he kind of backs off that full workload uh, to stay healthy and to kind of keep his explosiveness. I think this is good for both parties. Tank, maybe he he has more in the tank if he's not getting the full workload like he, like he did at Auburn. And this could help Etienne being more explosives and going for those home runs. Last time, James took Zach Evans at the 208 um, pre-draft. Now he's fallen a lot. And Marvin Mims is DLF 208. Going to the next pick, I took Tank Dell, who looks to be possibly the wide receiver one in Houston. He's making noise. They are kind of letting him sit due to uh, a slight injury. But the fact that they're worried about him getting hurt in preseason and holding him out says a lot. Tank Dell could be the wide receiver one for Houston, and CJ Stroud and him could make beautiful noise together. Last time, I took Hennon Hooker. Um, don't know why. Not a fan. I remember saying that in the draft. Uh, Hennon Hooker, I, I'm i sorry, guys. Hennon Hooker probably will be a career backup, especially if healthy. I know a lot of people like him, but me personally, I think he's just hes going to be 26 next year. He's going to be fully healthy next year at 26 with no NFL action on an offense that's hard to translate into the NFL. So for me, I'm just not a big believer. Uh, I took Hennon Hooker there, and Hennon Hooker lines up right at that pick at 209. At 210, Doug took Kendra Miller, which is a great value right here. I think that's a good pick. Doug took Kendra Miller, and last time he took Sam Laporta. That is not happening in a tight end premium. You're not getting Sam Laporta at the 210. Just not happening, man. And on DLF, Jaden Reed is the 210. Um, Jaden Reed, I'm definitely rising on. Uh, I might have to apologize for that one as well. James at the 211 took Cedric Tillman. And last time he took Darnell Washington, the big man who still looks to be uh, a part of this red zone because he's just so big. You look at those preseason tapes and camp tapes, man, he is huge. And at 211, DLF has Tajay Spears, which um, we'll, I don't think he's drafted. He's one of my picks where I was like, okay, maybe I should take him. But I took Jaden Reed at 212, and Tank Bigsby was me last time at 212. And DLF has Sam Laporta at 212, which is insane, especially in a tight end premium. Uh, Sam Laporta should be a lot up there, especially above Hooker, Mims, 
Roshan was not drafted in our rookie draft, which is uh, interesting. But I just think we think that backfield is going to be more of a mess. And I think personally, it's Justin Fields who you want and log out. All right, everybody, that is it. That's our rookie redraft. Any interesting takes you guys have? I know Jalen Hyatt was uh, as DLF's 25 player. I think he will rise. Bigsby's 26 for DLF. Cedric Tillman, who was drafted by us. Luke Musgrave drafted by us. Chase Brown, he's shown some flashes. Is he at Bandicanda, especially Delvin Cook there? That kind of looks to be rough, but he has shown a lot of flashes for that Jets, and he is a very young player, so I think he will get a chance, and I think he's RB3 for the Jets. Keyshawn Boutte, who scored a very nice touchdown last night, is at 31 for DLF total. Deuce Vaughn is on the rise, like I said. Tank Dell, DLF is 35. So there's a lot of rookies you can go out and uh, try to trade for. Like we're, I'm showing you guys the differences here. Um, like Hyatt, Tank, Tank Dell, uh, Bigsby, like all these guys go out and just check the prices. If you have to give up a 24 second, do it because what's better to have than something you can maybe trade for first? Like Tank Bigsby, say Etienne does unfortunately get hurt. Boom. Tank Bigsby for first. Thank you very much. And say you trade him for a second right now. Like you're gaining value there. So these are small moves you can go out and check. Just take a night. Say you're bored and you're not feeling a show. Go out. And check these rosters and just be like, man, uh, who, who can I trim? What picks can I trim to get fantastic players like Tank Dell, players that can make a difference? And just like Manscaped can make a difference by trimming. Use code DHH for 20% off at checkout, Manscaped. And uh, go check out everything they want. I'm not going to go deep into it because we usually do. But man, Manscaped is great. It's a great product. I use it every day especially uh, the ball deodorant and the sprays and the body spray. I love the smell of their stuff. I use their body wash. I have their shampoo for traveling. Yeah, I love Manscaped. Go check it out, DHH for 20% off. And when you're making those trades, there's nothing better than to go on DynastyNerds.com and sign up for the Nerd Herd. You get 15% off any subscription using code DHH. And uh, the GM, they got a trade calculator. It shows what parts of your rosters need help. That's my favorite part. I go on there and I go, okay, what am I what am I weak at? What am I strong at? And what can I do to make moves? Uh maybe maybe changing it up. Like, hey, I got Jalen Hyatt. I'm stacked at receivers. I am weak at running back. Hyatt for Tank Bigsby straight up. Boom. Even trade, but it helps out both teams. Maybe that team needed receiver. Like these are things that the GM tool on Dynasty Nerds helps out with. Honestly, you guys, you guys are gonna love that app. The app is great. It's fast, it's quick, and it it just makes all the difference in the world. And it's fun just to tinker with. It's fun just to go look at and look at values. Uh, Rich is doing it right there, and like I said, we'll we'll see him in two weeks, and we'll we'll really pump this up for him. Uh, and also in the off season, it's got the prospect film room, which I use religiously. Love it. So once again, go check that out. Hey, also check out Verdin Global. They got sweatshirts, but you know what? It's gonna be almost a hundred degrees here in Minnesota, you guys. Minnesota's hitting 100 degrees this week. So sweatshirts are gone. Maybe the tanks come out. Guess what? We got those two at Verdian Global. Go check it out. Get some DHH gear. Support us. And uh, maybe send us some Twitter pictures, uh, our X pictures, and see see those uh, DHH swag that you got. Um, once again, you guys, thanks for uh, just following my annoying voices podcast. I know it was tough just hearing my voice. 
Uh, if you have any questions, don't be afraid to get a hold of us. Uh, leave a review. I, I like reviews, good or bad. I like seeing things I can work on personally, maybe being better myself because that's what we're here for. I mean, I'm 36 years old and I can still be better at things. So if you want to critique me a little bit and say, hey, Tyler, you know, love the show, but you're kind of annoying and you talk too much and you cut Doug off, uh, let me know in the reviews. Also, don't be scared to hit me up on DMs. Facebook, uh, you can hit me up there. Uh, ask me questions. Trade advice. My favorite thing that I miss most about Twitter back in the day in 2017 was getting trade questions every day. Like, I miss the, hey, Tyler, can you help me with this? Tyler, can you, like, that is what I did this for. And I just want to help anybody out. And uh, once again, I am on the app, the Did It app. And you can go on there and ask me these questions. You can, we can do a video one-on-one. -on -one. So go to did it expert and it's on the Apple store. It's a green D a lowercase D. That's what the logo is. Log in there, sign up and you can chat with me for as long as you want. And I'll chat for hours with you if you wanted to. Did it app is great. There, you know, Garrett Price from Dynasty Nerds, we talked about him. He's on there. And if you see me logged in, just click on my name and we can chat. Like I this is what I live for and this is what I do this for because I like just talking dynasty. Um I don't get to do it as much these days because life is busy, but when I do get the chance, I will talk. Everybody's ear off. So once again, we'll see you next week. And uh not sure what we're gonna do next week. Maybe we'll just go over preseason altogether, our risers, fallers. But the following week, we have our hot takes right before season starts. It's coming up. So uh, like I said, hopefully this episode helped you with trade targets and kind of seeing what rookies are values uh, and go out and get those guys, maybe even overpay if you have to and go get your guys. Guys, this is a fun game. This is a game that you want to enjoy. There's lots of times when I submit a lineup and there's players where I don't like personally. Like, yeah, like I'm not a Saints guy. I'm not an Alave guy, and I had him in a league, and I I trade him this season. But I'm I'm in this for fun. I want players that I like cheering for and that I like a lot. So go and do that. If you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, who's gonna tell you? Like, don't let anybody on X tell you that you're wrong. You miss. Everybody misses. And if somebody on X says, "Hey, you're wrong," they've missed multiple times too. So that's what all I gotta say. Uh, everybody enjoy your week, and I will talk to you guys next week.